2: Talk, talk, talk to me, yeah. Yeah. 10.22 uh, here on SCNZ, uh, joined on the panel this morning by Lavina Good and Geoff McTanch. Uh, of course, uh, got their finger on the pulse of most things happening uh, in sport around New Zealand and overseas. Uh, and I'll start with you, Lavina. Last hit out of the quad series for uh, the Silver Ferns this morning. They snuck home by only one goal from the outside. Looking in, I ask, uh, have we made progress Dame Nolene, pretty positive, but then again, she mostly is.
1: Well, actually, no, she's not that positive, Smitty. (laughs) And she never really is unless the team's playing good, and they're playing like crap at the moment. I mean, it was always going to be a dodgy tour. It was always going to be a dodgy tour heading over um, to England in the first place. I mean, the old Omicrons popped its ugly head up and... There were some tentative issues there from the Silver Ferns. They managed to secure, uh, some MIQ, which is, you know, better than some other teams have around the country. So the tour was never going to be cancelled, but, um, I guess it is a rebuilding phase for, um, Dame Nolan Tarua. She has a batch out at Pukahina, actually, a house there, and I, I ran into her a couple of times. And the big thing for her are the basic mistakes that the Silver Ferns are making. So they were humbled by Australia and England, so they didn't get an opportunity to fight in the final. Um, had a pretty good third game against South Africa but really needed to cement themselves with a convincing victory for their last game and couldn't do it. So it'll be back to the drawing board for them. Um, They won't be getting too many accolades from their coach. And I I know um, with the World Series, you know, that the Silver Fence managed to win a couple of years ago. um, Dame Nolan was massive on conditioning and fitness and she sacked a couple of players that were shooting really well but just weren't fit enough. And I think that she'll be assessing some of those other players at the moment that are representing their country that aren't fit enough to play for their country at an international level. So watch this space, Smitty. I think um, there'll be some changes within that Silver Fern lineup.
2: No, okay, so uh, fine. I, when I, I guess when I said she was a little bit positive, I guess she has to be Levina because at yeah, the mate, end of the day... Yeah, and she knows that. I'll just she's take you on, Mitty.
1: I, I heard your radio throw there, and it said nothing gets past Mitty. So I thought I'm just going to see if this is going to get past him and it didn't. So there we go. Oh, nothing okay. gets
2: past you, right. buddy boy. Nothing. So let's uh, let's start uh, 2022 the ma- way we mean to carry on. So I'll now go for some <laughs> common sense across to Jeff McTain. Uh Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> what, good luck, what, have, mate. what have you made of? Good morning, what have, you, yeah, mate. What have, good luck, uh, morning. Happy New Year, mate. Uh, what? Um, what have what you made of uh, the quad series? Because we're running out of time here.
0: Yeah, look, I, I agree with Lavina. Uh, there's plenty of work to do, but it's not too dissimilar if we remember back to 2019. Uh, the quad series, they went over, they lost heavily on that occasion as well to England and Australia. Um, we comfortably uh, beat uh, South Africa in 2019. They then went on to win the World Cup, but you have to remember they had some uh, some pretty experienced players uh, of which they don't have anymore there, a core of players that they uh, were affectionately known as the Fossils, Casey Corpo, Laura Langman and Maria Falao, who are no longer uh, in the ferns. And you have to remember too that without Jane Watson who uh, has taken time off to have her baby and, and obviously Amelia Ann Ekinasia, another experienced player who was back there in 2019, she's been away too, so she'll come back into the ANZ uh, Premiership um, and uh, you expect her name to be there for the Commonwealth Games. Also Katrina Rori, she's going in to play for the Magic in the ANZ uh, Premiership as well. So there is a bit of experience there to come back but if you look at that team uh, and I guess the the core, the genesis of that team uh, that went on to win the 2019 World Cup, they had some outstanding, legendary New Zealand netball players in there and they're no longer there. So um, again, it's uh, it's going to be the mix she has to get right for this. But if anyone, if any coach in New Zealand sport can pull a rabbit out of a hat twice, you'd have to say it's, uh, it's Dame nolen Todor for sure.
2: Slightly old news, uh, Lavina, but of course uh, he's not there. The Joker, Djokovic, is home in uh, Serbia um, now. Could you find any reason to stick up for him? Because if anyone can, you can. Um, and yeah. what have you made of the Aussie Open so far?
1: It's been really interesting. It's been int- intriguing. It's been like the, the story of the decade, not just of, of the year of the Australian Open. I actually love the Aussie Open. I've been really enjoying the coverage. I'm, I'm into the crowds lately. It's been outstanding how they're doing that whole see you, Ronaldo call. I think that's fabulous. And all the players are like, are you bagging me out or not? Are you being nice to me or not? Andy Murray wasn't too sure if they were taking the piss or if they were actually supporting him. So I'm into the crowds in Australia and lots of mates have said to me, oh, it's really sad that um, they won't have the world number one and it's not fair and it's not great for the competition but I mean you know you live by the sword you die by the sword and I'd love to go over to Australia and watch the Aussie Open I planned on going over and buying tickets and heading over there with a bunch of pals for a friend's birthday party but I couldn't get into MIQ so I couldn't go And, and that's the thing. I wasn't going to turn up without a visa and I know I'm not number one tennis player in the world, but sometimes you need to abide by what's happening if you want to, if you want to play the game. So I think the competition <laughs> will be just as entertaining. Um, Rafael Nadal might go on and break the record. Who knows? He might be able to go better than Federer and Djokovic at this time and also Ash Barty playing really well for Australia. I think um, she's the local girl that they'll all be um, supporting. And there's plenty of others including the naughty Nick Curious. So the entertainment factor is still there. It's a shame that he can't play, but in the end you've got to abide by those rules, mate. But if it's good enough for me, then it should be good enough for him.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Good enough for Levina. Good enough for Novak. I like that. Uh, right, here we go. Uh, Jeff McTainch. Uh, Winter Olympics this morning. Another eight uh, members of our team to go to Beijing. So uh, a, a real core group now, and we just spoke to Miguel Portius, He's the veteran at the age of 22. Uh, I think you're going, aren't you? are going are not you are going to have to, you, you're going to have to swat up on some jargon,
0: etc. All the jargon, mate. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the homework uh, as, as we speak. Listen, uh, Miguel Portias, yeah, he's like 22 years of age. He's not, he's not the veteran in the team. He, uh, Peter Michael uh, would hold that, to hold that title uh, speed skater at the age of 32, the, the multiple world champion. Oh, so he said no, over, but. But uh, but certainly, um, it's such a young contingent. Eight other athletes or further athletes announced today, bringing the total to 13. Um, It's it's just remarkable. It's, It's a real testament to the growth of, uh of snow sport in new zealand uh and, and we think back to you know 1992 france Annalise koberger winning the silver medal in the in the slalom um we've just come such a long way since then and i think back to Pyeongchang, chang uh nico portius was 16 years of age at the time uh he's now 20 so he, he's not an old man you know and, and, he, and he, he's a he's a world champion he's the ex-game champion uh in the free ski halfpipe uh he'll head over there as a 20 year old with uh you know, hoping to win New Zealand's first gold medal at the, at the Winter Olympics. Uh, Zoe Sadowski-Sinnett, uh, only 20 years of age. She'll, she'll look to, um, to back up from the bronze she won in, in South Korea. Alice Robinson, um, our downhill slalom skier, is in absolutely phenomenal form. You know, she's had a story as well. She had a bout of COVID. She's come back to perform well on the World Cup circuit. So um, there's a, a core contingent of athletes that, whilst Baron Um, They're vastly experienced now They've they've spent a lot of time on on, on the pro tours Um, Nice to see the Porteous boys uh, go over there um, together as well But the youngest, uh, Gustav Ligniewski in the free ski halfpipe He's only 16 years of age So um, they just seem to be getting younger and younger The athletes we're setting off to these winter games But certainly I've got a good feeling that we'll come home with a haul of medals And I think hopefully one of them will be gold this time
2: So uh, Jeff, is is this your first, I mean you're sounding relevant informed is this your first uh, delve into uh, winter olympics at this level i mean uh, are you a, a half pipe sort of a freak or, or you know i mean you're gonna have to be but are you already
0: yeah yeah well i i um, like most of the athletes that have been selected you know they they grew up around the mountains uh, down south or, or or in the north island and uh, spent a lot of time there i was fortunate enough to grow up um, in Dunedin and Dunedin, and we were just a short trip across to uh, to Central Otago to Wanaka. So spent a wee bit of time up Cadrona, and and you know over the years you, you heard and you saw the emergence of the likes of the Wells brothers and Josie Wells, such a pioneer. Julianne Bray on the snowboard as well. Um, so we've always had a history of of really good athletes, um, but we just seem to have turned a corner um, over the last ten years. And again, it's down to some fantastic coaching, uh, out of the likes of Coronet Pete Cadrona. Uh, and uh, and you know and whatnot um, around the country at these these magnificent mountains, so um I think the difference though mate, is that um, there is access now for uh, young athletes to compete on the world stage it's a lot easier for them, certainly hasn't been easier over the last couple of years, but um, it's it's a different game now and but a lot of it comes down to the parents you know getting up early, taking the kids up up the mountain when they're when they're nippers and um, and getting them involved so um, now, you won't find me and a half by mate trying these tricks out, but uh, well, I'll do my best when I get over there to try and report the coverage.
2: Lavina, <laughs> uh, normally when it comes to big sporting events uh, that are on television, you're super glued to the couch. Uh, what about the Winter Olympics? Uh, is that one of your things as well?
1: Yeah, I dig it. I really do. I, I, I went over and covered the um, Winter Olympics in Vancouver in 2010 and really enjoyed it. In fact, I'm heading over to China as well. Um, not with Jeff. I'm, I'm covering some commentary for OBS calling the biathlon and cross-country. So I oh, take right. off in a, oh, in a week to head to China. I'm really excited about it. And it's interesting, Jeff, I was just listening to what you were saying about opportunities for, for athletes. And it's great that Gustav mm-hmm. Legnav is getting a chance to have a go and I think it's great at 16 years of age but I've really got to have a shout out and feel sorry for young Campbell Wright who's a a biathlete from New Zealand trained in Wanaka based in Italy now and um biathlon in the European countries like in Norway is more popular per capita for people watching it than what the NBA is in America so it's a massive sport throughout Europe and um he's amongst the top 40 in the world he recently competed at a World Cup event last weekend and came 24th. But the New Zealand Olympic Committee said he had to get in the top 16 to go over and represent New Zealand at the Winter Olympics. So it's a real shame for young Campbell Wright at 19 years of age not being able to don the silver firm. But I don't want to put a negative light on the Winter Olympics. It's great that we've got these 13 um, youngsters heading over to represent their country. I do hope they come back with a haul of medals. And I also hope that for athletes like Campbell Wright at 19 years of age, just because he's missed out on on it this time, let's hope he gets an opportunity in the near future to continue to represent his country.
2: So I take it uh, both of you uh, people have uh, successfully secured MIQ spots. It
1: was bloody hard, mate. To be fair, it was real hard, Jeff, wasn't it? Because... We we tried to organise it many months ago, and then all of a sudden the government said, moved the goalpost slightly and said, you don't need it for January, February. So I'm like, sweet as, get to China, work hard, mm. come back, no, MIQ lockdown, soft at home. And then all of a sudden, just before Christmas, they said, well, in fact, you needed to secure 10 days, um, which is really difficult to do. I mean, you just have to talk to the black cap, Face hey, Committee to find out how hard that mm. is.
2: Yeah, Jeff. You uh, obviously um, on behalf of Sky, you're going over there. So uh, all hunky dory for you, quite easy. Yeah,
1: I, I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't
0: say. You know, well, I wouldn't say it's been straightforward. I mean, we've got a lot of work to do before we go with, with tests and, and bits and pieces and, and you know online health forms every day. Do you have a sniffle? Do you have this? which is all part of the course. So that's absolutely fine. But but there's a lot of work to do and um, and a lot of checking uh, and, and process. So. Um, it has to be done. You know, we have to try and keep people safe. But like Levina said, you know, the, the goalposts thing to move uh, almost on a daily basis with government requirements and whatnot. So uh, when we get back, we'll be uh, in the MIQ, which could be anywhere, mate. It could be Auckland, through Christchurch uh, for, for 10 days. So um, I'll have to pack my pack my playing cards. But um, uh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all standard. But yeah, we'll, we will be away for a long time. And um, And, you know, the world's changing so fast every week now. Who knows what's going to happen when we're over there? So just touch wood. Um, we can get through a um, through a successful winter games and and uh, and you know, bring some great coverage to, to Kiwis, but it's, uh, it's certainly going to be a process, mate. Uh, before before we're back in New Zealand,
2: I didn't take you for a solitaire or a patience man. Actually, with a pack <laughs> of playing
0: cards, oh, oh, mate, I, I, I got right into hearts over the, uh, over, over the summer <laughs> break, learning how to play hearts. So uh, there you go.
2: Okay, uh, well that brings us to um, this other uh, point that's raised its ugly okay. head, Lavina, in the last. 24 hours. Here we have a world champion cricket side. Didn't play like it against Bangladesh. uh, But having said that, uh, we are the world test champions. We've been the last uh, two World Cup finals uh, in terms of 50 over cricket with the World T20 final not that long ago. Uh, But here we can't even get to Australia and come home. What is going on here? Come on.
1: Yeah, crazy. Oh, crazy. I actually feel sorry for a couple of people. David White, the Chief (coughs) Executive of Cricket, I feel sorry for him because obviously that's a big part of their calendar, the calendar that's been cancelled in the past and with the three ODIs and the 2020 that they really wanted to to head over to Australia to compete in. And also for Ross Taylor. I mean, I know that he will be having his farewell match um, and that will go ahead against the Netherlands, but he really wanted to head over to Australia and obviously have a celebration of sorts as he says you know permanently goodbye to cricket so it's it's diabolical in a way um, but I guess it's so difficult to get those those MIQ positions and initially they thought they didn't need it just like some of us heading over to China then all of a sudden you've been told that that you do need it. I was really looking forward to the black caps heading to Australia and trying to assert some authority. They they um, they made me suffer here in Taronga when I went and watched a couple of days over the male playing Bangladesh and it wasn't the best black caps I'd seen. And I kind of had a feeling after they, they were champions overseas and they went to India and were diabolical, I thought, come on boys, you're in my hometown, let's go, this is my tongue, let's have a little bit of cricket and make it fun. And they went it's you, Laveena. We're not going to turn it on for you. Why should we? So I've been a great advocate of them in the past and they haven't treated me well against Bangladesh. I was really hoping it would be okay against Australia, but now we're going to have to wait and see what happens. It's not going to be in Australia, that's for sure. And I know the Aussies have got to take on Pakistan, don't they, in March? I don't know when they can come out here.
2: Jeff, are we dreaming when we think that Omicron is going to be the last, the last of these strains? And if, if we um, are not dreaming and if we're realistic about the whole deal is this ever going to end in the near future? And what I'm really saying is, do we have to do something with the sports minister, the various heads of sporting bodies, et cetera? Do we not need a facility? Do we not need something quite substantial that, um, you know, because sport, uh, whilst a lot of people listening to this show and a lot uh, of other people around the country don't give a toss about it, it is hugely important to a lot of people uh, in terms of, um, you know, just the levels of interest, um, you know, participation, et cetera, yep. Well, are we not at a point where we need to find something and uh, poo poo those people that say why sport? Why not everyone else? And just get on with it?
0: Yeah, look, I think I think you make a good point, mate. I feel like we're at a stage now where, as you say, um, this is something that we're going to have to live with. We are living with it, and, and whether you can keep keep moving the goalposts on on when you can come back, where you have to be, MIQ, this and that, I think a discussion. Needs to be had as, as to what it means for sports teams and, and top athletes. And yeah, you're right, there'll be people out there listening that will say, well, it's just sport, it's just a game. But as you allude to, it, it's the lifeblood of um, a, a lot of good things that go on in this country. Um, it, and as you say, it's not just about the players on the field, it's about the back, back office staff. Um, it affects a lot of people. So I, I think there needs to be some sort of a discussion as to say, okay, well, if the Black Caps, for example, go overseas, do we need to have them in a hotel outside of Auckland Airport for 10 days or could we look at an alternative? Does that mean that maybe um, you know, we send them down to Christchurch or, or they're at, a, as you say, they're at some sort of a, a facility um, by themselves where they're monitored uh, and so on and so forth um, and not taking up that MIQ space? Maybe it's a mixture of, of, of self-isolation as they were looking at. So it's something that has to be looked at because I don't think you can keep changing, um, changing schedules. It's just a It's a diabolical nightmare and um and ultimately um it affects more people than just players levina
1: yeah totally agree I, I wouldn't i wouldn't oppose to an area where you know you can go and either have a week lockdown for the sports people and media and then have a, a separate lockdown at home. But you know what? In six months' time, it could all it could all be towards, you know, the end of it, hopefully, yeah. you know, Omicron coming through and people being vaccinated and then hopefully the borders are open. Because, I mean, we cry about sport and how unfair it is that they can't go over there and play, and I get it. There are people trying to get there for weddings and funerals and, and see their children that they haven't yeah. seen in a long time. You know, it's got to change.
2: Well, uh, by the way... Uh Lavina, are you on the, uh, the invite list for the Prime Minister's wedding? I, I, I thought if anyone would be, it might be you.
1: Well, I mean, if Jacinda knew how many crayfish I could catch for her wedding, I'd be at the top of the list. But uh, no, no, not 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 this, not this, at this stage. No, I'm waiting for the invite, mate. Uh, waiting for the uh, invite. I heard
0: you were MCing, Smithy.
1: Yeah, I am actually,
2: yeah. I've been very... Be very um, I thought I might be the celebrant, but I missed out on that one. Um, but yes. <laughs> Here's, here's the thing. Um, please, I'm not sure we'll get a chance to... When, when, you, when do you head off, Lavina?
1: I'm going uh, the 29th of January, so I've got another week right. at home.
2: Okay. Uh, we might, might not have the chance to speak to you. So, uh, listen, uh, travel safely. Stay, stay very, very healthy over there. Um, we'd love okay, to catch up with you.
1: Maybe we the can have a chat at MIQ, eh? I'll have a bit of time on my hands.
2: Okay. Yeah, we'll call you every one of the fourteen days. Uh, and catch. Uh, <laughs> uh, same yeah. to you. Travel safe, yeah. my my yeah. friend, and uh, get back so you can call some rugby games shortly.
0: Yeah, mate. And if, if you want to touch base with us while we're over there in China, just get um, get your producer
2: or just send me a text. Happy to uh, happy to cross over. Will do. We absolutely will do. Thanks for that. Uh, all the best, and thanks for your participation this morning, as usual. Travel safe.